0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me this Thursday night. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final primetime episode of the 2021-2022 regular season because this is the last time that we will see each other before Sunday, which by now we will already know who that Dallas Cowboys first rival is in the playoffs. We will know for sure, and we will be ready to dive in into the world of the NFL playoffs, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about sharing it with you as well. As you walk into the stream, make sure you check, uh, you you crush that like button, make sure you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We will talk about it all tonight. We will talk about... In my opinion why the cowboys are still a top three team in the nfc in the playoffs we will talk about the COVID cases which are very unfortunate but at least it's not happening during the wild card week so we'll talk about that as well we will also kind of try to dive in into what we should be looking out for in week 18 beyond the cowboys versus the eagles game we will talk about betting the voice final segment of the regular season and finally we'll drop some uh, bold predictions to what uh for what seems like a meaningless game maybe but we're excited about it as well anyways what is up guys thank you for being here burner account says parsons once won a game of connect four in three moves barrel killer says first parsons then vicks and tyron smith the nfl is a joke with this covid well i don't think I don't think it's about the NFL. It's just the situation in which we are right now. So it sucks. I don't think that it has a lot to do with the NFL. The NFL is just doing its job trying to keep the players um, the safest, of course. Burner accounts as I've had COVID. It ain't fun. I agree with that as well. Um, personally, when I had COVID, I was one of the fortunate few to maybe have a... a, a Not a bad experience with it, but I know a lot of people who have had have had a lot of issues with it. So I don't think it's about the NFL. I just think it's quite unfortunate that the Cowboys are going through this situation right now. Chalk saying COVID hitting hard. It's been hitting hard the the to the Cowboys roster. We'll talk about it all. Jason says the Maps beat Golden State last night, 99 to 82. What a tribute they were able to pay to none other than the legend, Dirk. Tommy says, did you get my message, Mo? I think I didn't. I will make sure to check out uh, my socials. I don't know um, where you send it to, but I will make sure to check it out after tonight's episode. What is up, Jessica, Peter, all of the Facebook audience? Let's start the show officially, guys. Let's get into it. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network, with a lot more content coming your way throughout the postseason, throughout the playoffs, throughout the offseason as well. Make sure you check out Sports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys articles and Mavericks articles. Expe- speaking of the Big Mavericks win from last night. Make sure you check it out. Uh, Raúl de la Garza saying, "Hey, Mauricio, wanted to tell you I appreciate the work you put in. Hey, I really appreciate it, Raúl. Thank you for all of your uh, support in all of the social media accounts that I'm on. Thank you for real. This show is gonna be a banger. Says Dallas Junk. Thank you to Dallas Junk. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, guys." Let's start it off uh, right off the bat. Let's talk about the COVID cases before we move on into the Cowboys being a top three team in the NFC. Hey, it's unfortunate, but Michael Parsons is now in the COVID-19 list. Tyron Smith is in the COVID-19 list. Anthony Brown is as well. Trevon Diggs, Donovan Wilson, not on the COVID list, but both missed practice today because of an illness related situation. And I don't want to speculate on whether or not it is COVID because we have seen a lot of illness situations in the injury report for a lot of NFL teams. Some of them have ended up being COVID and some of them have not. So I'm trying to, you know, try to maybe stay away from the speculation on Travon Diggs and Donovan Wilson having COVID but still a little bit suspicious because of the timing, right? Because Anthony Brown was played, was placed on the list. So was Michael Parsons. And then you have two other defensive backs dealing with an illness who have been missing practice because of it. Uh Travon Diggs is sick, tested negative for COVID, though, I think, says Tommy 915. I didn't see that he was uh negative for COVID. If so, that is very fortunate, of course. But the Dallas Cowboys have been one of the teams that has been uh From an organizational standpoint, I'm not going to talk individually about the players because I know there are some pictures rolling around social media that have fans quite upset and rightfully so maybe. But from an organization standpoint, I think the coaching staff, the front office, I think they have been one of those teams to be really careful about the whole Covid situation. So maybe right now with Travon Diggs and Donovan Wilson missing practice, maybe it's them being cautious. Hopefully it is that. We will know more for sure in the following hours. Maybe tomorrow morning we will have more information, and surely by Saturday before the game we will know more. We will know more about Travon Diggs and Donovan Wilson's situation. Dallas Junk says with Anthony Brown and Diggs possibly out maybe they finally give Nashon Wright a chance. I think we will see Wright in there regardless, even if it's in the third quarter or the fourth quarter. We really don't know how the Cowboys' game plan will look like when we get to Saturday. I am kind of leaning towards the Cowboys just resting most of their guys in the second half. I think that they will come out with a few starters in the first half, both on offense and on defense. And also keep in mind that at the end of the day, NFL teams are composed of 53-man rosters. So some of the starters you can sit, some of them you really can't. So, for example, I would assume maybe Connor Williams is going to play. I would assume uh, throughout the fourth quarters. And I would assume the same for a lot of defenders on the uh, on the other side of the ball. But I agree with Dallas Young. We might see a lot of Kelvin Joseph and we might see a lot of Nishon Wright. Joseph feels like a guarantee with the Anthony Brown situation and Trevon Diggs, but I think that it also means more for Wright as Dallas Junk is pointing out. But hey, the Eagles are in a very similar situation, by the way. This this has, has the potential to be quite a boring game, to be honest, because if the Cowboys decide to maybe rethink their approach with the starters, and I say rethink because throughout the week they have said that they are going to play them, But if they rethink it and they try to stay away from it, this has a potential to be a boring game. Let's look at some of the names that right now are in the COVID list for the Eagles. You have Jason Kelce, offensive lineman. You have Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, Avante Maddox, cornerback. And then you look at some of the players in their injury report. Miles Sanders has been ruled out with a hand injury. Their number one running back. Tackle Lane Johnson. Landon Dickerson hasn't practiced either. All of these teams uh, are dealing with something right now, and that includes the Cowboys and the Eagles. For this one, Tommy says, "I bet the NFL regrets regrets flexing this game now. It was so weird to me that they ended up flexing this Cowboys game, and I haven't like taken an in-depth look at it. Maybe it has to do with the fact that there weren't many other options." And you can play backups or you can play starters. The Dallas Cowboys are still going to get your ratings some way, somehow. I mean, we're all going to tune into this game, even if backups play only. So maybe it has a little bit to do with it. And there there are a lot of interesting football games on Sunday that had to happen at the same time. So, for example, you had the 49ers versus the Rams. But that game has to happen at the same time as the Falcons and the Saints game. So I think that is what it's about. I think that maybe the NFL didn't have a lot of options. You you needed to save the Chargers versus the Raiders game for Sunday night because it is basically a playoff game unless the Jaguars end up shocking the world and beat the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, John Bean says it's going to be a scrimmage. Feels like it, 100%. I hope Dickerson plays. We exposed him last time, says Dallas Junk. He's going to be good, but maybe he's not ready yet, as Dallas is suggesting there. What is up, Joey Vela? Just got home from the gym, says Joey, and I got to catch you again this week. Let's go. Let's go, Joey, and congratulations for going to the gym. That is an accomplishment that I am not familiar with in recent years. (laughs) Just a little bit of a confession from my part. The entire offensive line needs to play, says Chris. Uh, They need a lot of work. We know that at least Tyron Smith will not be doing so. I do believe that, hey, if you're playing Dak Prescott, if you're playing any of your starting running backs, and I'm talking about Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, who I would assume is going to get some carries, but I'm not really sure because he's been dealing with an injury all week. So you, you must play your offensive line. I agree with that. But we're going to see a lot of rotation maybe from Terrence Steele and Ty Nseki, which was what happened the last time that the Cowboys played without Tyron Smith. So be on the lookout for that. If the Cowboys want to solve out, for example, Al Collins, we might see Terrence Steele on the right side, uh, Ty Nseki on the left side for the second half or something like that. Really don't know what to expect. Really don't know what to expect about this game. Jason says, it won't be boring. It's going to be a bit down by the Cowboys, giving the Cowboys a sweep of the East. Hey, that was my bold prediction back in August when I said that the Cowboys were going to go 6-0 and versus the NFC East. Hopefully they do, because it would suck to lose a game if you are not playing your starters. Like If the Cowboys end up going 5-1 and by playing their backups, that would hurt. So hopefully they end up getting the sweep, whether it's the starters or whether it's the backups. But yeah, a lot of COVID cases and, and injuries going on in these games. So let's move on, though, and let's talk about the NFC playoff picture. We'll talk about the game a little bit later on, but since we really don't know what's going to happen and it might be a game in which both teams come out with some vanilla game plans, We'll, we really won't dive into the matchup this time around, but we'll talk about the NFC playoff picture, where the Cowboys stand in it and I'm going to have you uh, I'm going to give you two interesting questions before we move on to betting the Cowboys and before we move on to the bold predictions segment. And my question is and what is up Clayton, thank you for joining the show, Among current playoff teams right now, where would you rank the Dallas Cowboys? And I'm talking NFC only. And I'm going to show you the playoff picture right now, in case you're not familiar with it. And ignore the staying out of Lambo question. We'll get to that later tonight. But you have the Packers, the Rams, the Bucs, the Cowboys, and then you get onto the wild cards: Cardinal, San Francisco, and the Eagles. And I really, I, I really seen a lot of different sentiments on when where the Cowboys stand in the NFC. A lot of people will go with a lower ranking. A lot of people maybe put them among the favorites. I've seen people who rank them as the number two team in the NFC, which to me would be a little bit too high. Dallas Junk says third. Burner account goes with fifth in the NFC. I'm really curious about hearing about your thoughts on this. Where would you rank among the current NFC playoff teams Where would you rank the Dallas Cowboys? Right now, they're the number four team in terms of sitting. But I'm talking about if you're picking them to win the Super Bowl, to go on to play in SoFi Stadium or maybe in AT&T Stadium. We don't know. The Cowboys are uh, maybe a backup plan for the NFL, (laughs) as we have seen some recent reports out there. But okay, let's go. Peter goes with three. Paul says fourth. Reginald goes with third. Uh, Jason goes with a high number one. Jessica Villarreal goes with three. Fifth, two seed, a lot of different uh, answers right here. I am going to go with number three. And last night on my Twitter account, at NFL, that's M-A-U-N-F-L, last night I divided the NFC into three tiers. So I put the favorites in tier number one. And to me, it was the Green Bay Packers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because I wanted to give them the credit of being the favorite teams. Tampa is in a difficult spot, though, with all of the injuries and everything that's going on. Antonio Brown is off the team, finally officially. You have some issues with some of your other wide receivers, so it's going to be a tough playoff run for them. Last year, they they were one of the most health. They were one of the healthiest teams in the NFL in the playoffs. This time, they won't have that benefit. So. That will be a challenge for for Tampa this time around. But I still put them a spot over the Cowboys because then I go to the second tier, which is legit contenders. And I got to put three teams in that category. And I'm talking about the Cowboys and I rank them at number three. That's my official answer. And I'll get into why in a few moments. Then the Rams at number four and the Cardinals at number five. And then there's a different tier, which is, Congratulations for making it, but not really. And you have the wildcard teams. So I believe that the Cowboys have a legit argument to be the number three team in the NFC because I see it this way. The the other team that is fighting for that number three spot is their Los Angeles Rams. And they have an argument in their favor. But also they have a lot of arguments going against their way. And mainly you got to talk about Matthew Stafford. And the fact that he is making consistent mistakes right now for that Sean McVay offense. So I I, I have to give the Cowboys the, the, the advantage over the Rams. Mainly because we have talked about the Cowboys decline on offense since week nine. It has been a little bit worse for the Rams. Since week nine, the Cowboys ranked 16th in the NFL in efficiency measured by EPA per play. The Rams right now rank lower than the Cowboys in this category. They're one of the bottom 12 teams in EPA per play. They do have a higher success rate, which basically means that the Rams have more success overall, but their big plays and big turnovers put a lot of weight into EPA. So they they have been making costlier mistakes so I'm going to give the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt I'm going to put them at number three they have a higher point differential over the Rams they have a higher DVOA this is one of the best teams in the NFL in DVOA and again they have one of the best offenses but at the end of the day the Rams are also quite good here's the thing about the Rams offense and why I am doubting them a little bit more the thing about them in my opinion is that a lot of people think that the Rams are doing the same things with Matthew Stafford under center that they were with Jared Goff. And a lot of people will tell you that the only difference is that is that now Matthew Stafford can pull to get pull off those comebacks that Jared Goff wasn't able to. But that's not really true. Sean McVay's offense clearly completely changed with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. And I'm not sure that things are working out for them right now. So I would put the Packers at, as a number one, the Buccaneers as a number two, and then the Cowboys at three, and I would put the Rams at four. But if Matthew Stafford is not turning the ball over, this is a dangerous team to face because of the matchup problems that they bring up. Aaron Donald, Versus your inside offensive line. For example, versus the Cowboys, it would be a tough task. Jalen Ramsey, still the best cornerback in the league, in my opinion. Cooper Cup is a matchup nightmare for any team. It doesn't matter what kind of personnel you are. And yeah, I'm putting the Cardinals below Dallas. And I realize why that sounds weird. A few days after the Cardinals beat the Cowboys and they beat them fair and square. But if they face a game, I am leaning towards the Cowboys to win that football game. And I think that I, I think that they're going to have a maybe a mismatch in the playoffs in terms of experience as well, even though the Cowboys are not the most experienced team either. But you have quarterback who has been there, coaching staff who has been there. So yeah, I'm putting the Cowboys over them. Uh, Wilson says all three of those teams will lose, but... Oh, oh we will not lose, says uh, Wilson Santiago. Hey, I, I, oh, that's in reply to this comment over here from Jason. Rams, Cards, Tampa lose, and the Cowboys going win this win, which give them the number two seed. Okay, yeah, so that's the playoff scenario. So let's talk about that for a second. I'm going to show you the playoff picture right here on the screen. This is how it looks like right now. So, yeah, in a dream scenario in which... The Rams lose versus the 49ers. The Bucs lose versus the Panthers. And the Cardinals lose versus the Seahawks. Sure, the Cowboys would jump to number two. I don't see how that happens, though. Because Tampa is playing to win. The Rams are playing to win. And the Cardinals are playing to win. The three of them are favorites. Hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised by one upset win here, one upset win there. But the three of them losing in Week 18... I really cannot see it happening. So, yeah, I don't think that the Cowboys jump to number two. I think that they stay at number four. Definitely, that's where I where I stand right now. And I'm, hey, it it's looking like the Cowboys will face either the Cardinals or the Rams, whoever ends up as a wildcard team. And I really don't know who will end up as a wildcard team because I believe that the 49ers actually have a legit shot at the fo- at the Rams in Week 18, even if Trey Lance ends up starting for them. It is looking like it will be Jimmy G. We really don't know yet. But if Trey Lance starts for the 49ers, I still believe that they could pull it off. They have won five straight versus Sean McVay, these Cal Shanahan's 49ers, including one with Nick Mullins, by the way, on their center. Uh, driving to Popeyes in a second, but I'm listening to Stephen White. Jay, hey, hey, have a good meal. Joey says, I think our guys can pick it off Cup, since he's playing as a tight end. Daddy says, will Moore have new plays up his sleeve? Ah, hopefully. Listen, I, I think that they always do. I think that we as fans and analysts and followers, we take a look at the old 22 in a very basic way most of the time. I think that coaching staffs, are clearly way beyond us, uh, um, ahead of us, excuse me. And, of course, I think that they will come up with some weird stuff in the playoffs. I actually have a bold prediction, which I will share with you right now. Do you remember in that game that we have tried hard to forget, the Giants game, 2020, Dak Prescott gets injured. Before that, Cedric Wilson finds Dak Prescott in the end zone, and Dak Prescott ends up catching a touchdown. I have a feeling like they will pull that out at some point in the postseason. That is my bold prediction. Hopefully, NFL teams are not listening to primetime. I really don't think that they are. <laughs> uh, Mo, I think you will get married before you see Dallas in a conference championship game, man. Says Burnner account. Hey, we've been here on this earth 22 years, and the Cowboys haven't been in, a, in an NFC championship game. In all of my lifetime. So I wouldn't be surprised by that. I hope you're wrong. And I hope that ends up happening this January. I I want to see the Cowboys in an NFC championship game. (laughs) You're giving out the blue. (laughs) We can still get the three seed also with a win in an LA and Arizona loss. So Tommy 915. I really hope all tricks come out ASAP. Says Joey Vela. Hopefully that's what happens in the playoffs. No doubt about it. So, I have another question for you in, about the playoffs. And listen, listen. I know that if you're thinking about the Super Bowl, if you're thinking about being world champions, you don't want to avoid any team. But man, you would be smart to avoid Lambeau Field. You would be lucky to do so in the playoffs, in the divisional round. So the Cowboys are in somewhat of a tough spot because they need a wildcard team to win in order to avoid Green Bay in the divisional round. And this is just looking ahead a little bit. I had this question for you guys. Which team do you trust more to keep the Cowboys out of Lambeau? The 49ers, the Saints, or the Eagles? And I don't include the Rams or the Cardinals here. Because they're most likely to be the number five seed, which would mean that they cannot win because they would knock out the Cowboys, right? So which team do you trust more? Which wildcard team do you trust more to keep the Cowboys out of Lambeau by getting a win of their own? Maybe versus the Rams, maybe versus the Bucks. Is it the 49ers, the Saints, or the Eagles, Jessica goes with the 49ers. Wilson says 49ers. Burner as well. Most of the people will say Niners, I believe. Stevie Mac, what is up? Also saying San Francisco. J-Mart, Terry. Most of the people agree with the 49ers. Paul, though, goes with the Eagles, which I'm a little bit surprised by. But Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have been improving in the second half of the season. Joey goes with the Saints hey, listen, if the Saints end up as the number two, uh, seven seed and the Bucs as a number two, you know that Tampa will not be happy about that. But yeah, I agree with Tommy. And I will say easily the 49ers, they're a tough team to beat. And I know that people like to hate on Jimmy G. But be it as it may, Cal Shanahan's offense works with Jimmy G on their center. So I would also say That the 49ers, I really do. I I would say the 49ers. Hey, we have an Eagles fan, by the way. What is up here in the chat? You're all sleeping. I love it. Says Philadelphia underdogs. Look at that. Eagles fan here on the show for primetime. I appreciate it, actually. Make sure you hit the like button at least. If you like the comments and you like that they're sleeping, hey, hit that like button for us, man. (laughs) Jimmy G dates movie stars, Samuel Rowe. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Best NFC championships were us beating San Francisco back to back in the 90s This is barrel killer. Definitely one of those things that I've been watching on NFL films my whole life. (laughs) Anyways, guys, uh, I also have the 49ers as my team to beat uh, someone in the wildcard round and maybe keep the Cowboys out of Lambeau if the Cowboys get a win for themselves. All right, so let's talk about Philly. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles game, and let's talk about betting the Cowboys because we are 9-7 and this season. It has not been ideal. It definitely has not been ideal, but we're looking for that 10th win, and it's a tough game to bet. It really is because we don't know who's playing Even in the first half, we don't know if the Cowboys are actually going to play Dak Prescott in the first quarter or in the second quarter. Here's where I stand, though. The Eagles are a little bit banked up right now and dealing with a lot of COVID-19 cases. So are the Cowboys. But I think that it is a little bit more unfortunate for Philadelphia. And I have this. Would you rather bet the Cowboys minus four and a half? This is the actual spread right now for the full game. Or would you take the Cowboys minus three? It is difficult because if you think about it, it's not that big of a difference. It's not proportional, maybe. But you have the entire game to cover that four and a half. And you can have a one or two bad bounces go against your way and end up being Bust in the first half, and then the Cowboys cover for the full game. So, what would you rather bet? Cowboys minus four and a half for the full game, or the Cowboys minus three for the first half? Or what bet do you like for this game? Because those are the two that I came down to, to be honest, this weekend. Take Philly on the money line, Sis Burner account. It's supposed to be snowing. Jason says the only team that keeps them from going to stink bait is themselves. <laughs> This will be a Dallas Tinker, says Samuel. These guys don't care about the regular season anymore. I kind of feel, though, like if they play, wouldn't you think, and I'm asking this, wouldn't you think that they're going to come out trying to put together one or two successful drives on offense? I think that is like maybe the Cowboys' goal on offense for this one. That is just the way that I look at it One two days before the game. I I feel like the Cowboys... We'll try to put together two offensive drives and then just pull Dak out and all of the other key starters for the Cowboys. Joey says minus four and a half full game. Tommy says minus four and a half as well. Uh, Bring the heated benches though, says Burner account. Yeah, they need to. Full game in Cox and key starters out, says Roy Fletcher. Yeah, Fletcher Cox right now in the COVID-19 protocol for the Eagles alongside, I think, other 11 players, some of which might be activated in time, but they also have some key players on that injury report. I went ahead and I took the Cowboys first half minus three. I just think that, Hey, it's, I don't think that they play their starters full time. And I'm not sure who I like better in a Cooper rush versus Gardner Minchu battle. That is going to be what we watch for most of the game. Maybe on Saturday, don't know yet. Really don't know in general. Minus four and a half, minus four and a half. says Reginald, J-Mart as well. All right, so I'm in disagreement. Hey, hopefully I don't end up uh, losing and, and you guys too. Hopefully at least one of these sides wins. Or, or both of us, of course. Because the chat is going with four and a half for the entire game. But I will take first half, Cowboys minus three. And as you guys know, usually we do the blind recap segment in which we give out our game predictions. Changing it up for this time, though, and I'm going to ask you to drop one bold prediction for the Cowboys-Eagles game, the season finale for the Dallas Cowboys, week 18. What is your one bold prediction for Cowboys versus Eagles? And I feel like we can see some creative things here because we are likely to see backups. Backups. And mine is that a particular Cowboys defensive back ends up with two interceptions trying to follow up what Trevon Diggs has accomplished this season. And I'm going to give Kelvin Joseph, Bossman some love because I think that he has done a very, very good job. My bold prediction is that the Cowboys ends up with not one, but two interceptions on this game versus Gardner Minshew. I'm assuming that Jalen Hurts doesn't play, by the way. Kelvin Joseph picks Garner Minshew twice. That is my bold prediction. Look at that. Chuck actually had the same one. Bosman two picks. I love it. 17 to 17 tie. That is Paul's bold prediction. I I would love it if it comes through. I really wouldn't, though, because I don't want the Cowboys playing 10 minutes more. <laughs> Even if we're talking about backups, don't don't make them play 10 minutes more. 3-2 Cowboys is barrel killer. That would be actually pretty funny. Bold prediction. Uh, ah, I don't like this one, though. <laughs> Bold prediction, Moore gets COVID and Big Mike calls a great place. I don't like the idea of, of Mike calling the place, and I don't like the idea of Moore getting COVID, though. 24-7, uh, to 31-17, the scoreboard predictions. Uh, Joey says that the Cowboys take out their starters, and it becomes a close game. Hopefully it's fun. Tommy says Cowboys run game goes off 160 plus yards. Tony Pollard gets the 100 yard game. I was actually intrigued by giving out that bet in the the betting the Cowboys segment. I wanted to give a player prop for over in Tony Pollard's rushing yards, but I didn't find them. They have not been published yet, so I avoided it. But hey, I love that pick from Tommy as well. Bold prediction Jay Mart says we find our ground game. It kind of sucks that we have to say that the ground game gets going in the bold prediction segment. It kind of sucks, but hey, hey, we have we have faith in that. Roy Fletcher says, forget about Tony. He he didn't say that, but hey, Roy Fletcher says, Corey Clement is the guy that rushes for 100 yards. Uh, both teams under 20 points to Terry Henderson. I heard the Washington football team's new name is the Admirals says burner account so I think it is based on kind of a a little bit of a silly rumor in my opinion I don't I don't know if that if they what they will be called but I I've, I've seen that the rumor about it being the Washington Admirals is coming from the fact that if you type into your browser washingtonadmirals.com it redirects you to the Washington football team official website but what we have been uh, reading on social media as well and what some uh, internet savvy people have explained is anyone can actually do that. Like anyone can buy a domain and then redirect it to just about any website. Jason Renfro says two pick sixes, five sacks, two forced fumbles, and he's scooping score on one of the forced fumbles. Oh, Jason said, you know what? One bold prediction doesn't cut it for me. I'm going to have... Four bold predictions in one. I love it, Jason. I love it. Hit the hit the like button for Jason's bold prediction. Definitely deserves it. Uh that sounds more like a baseball team. This is Kenneth Fraser, Washington Red Wolf. I like I like the Washington Defenders. I I have seen that it's not one of the favorites in the betting world. A lot of people are saying that they're going to be the Red Hawks. Bruno de Silva says the Red Wolves. I think that they they did say that it's not going to be Wolves or Red Wolves. I think that the president of the team ruled them out because of copyrights issues. But Wolves would have been cool as well. Uh, I mean that sounds like something Dan Snyder would do. <laughs> Washington Admirals stick with the football team. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in the YouTube chat, and I'm telling this to the Facebook audience because maybe they cannot see it. But uh, in the YouTube chat, we have an ongoing debate between Cowboys fans and an Eagles fan. You got to love that. It, it is week 18, all right. It is rivalry week, all right. Anyways, looking forward to watching Kelvin Joseph, some of these players that are backups but that are, are going to get an interesting opportunity on this game. <laughs> Stevie Mag just reminding people in the chat how Philly fans celebrated their Super Bowl. And I'm talking about a particular food choice that they made in that Super Bowl celebration, which is something that I cannot get over. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining the show. Final episode of the season. I will see you Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central. And we will be talking not only about the Cowboys and the Eagles game, but we will be moving on to the Cowboys playoffs. Will it be the Rams? Will it be the Cardinals? And can the Cowboys get a playoff win? The first one since 2018, when the Cowboys beat the Eagles, the the Seahawks, excuse me, in the wild card round. What a fun game that was. Man, I'm excited about the playoffs. It's been a long season. The second half of it has been way longer because of recent results, I'm excited about it all, and, and I'm excited to uh, about sharing it with you guys here on the Primetime Show. Thank you to Kenneth, thank you to all of you guys for supporting the show, for choosing to listen to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Make sure you hit the like button, that goes for Cowboys fans on Facebook, for Cowboys fans on YouTube, but also Philadelphia, man, You had fun, admit it. You had fun debating on on the YouTube comments. So come on, smash that like button for us, man. And hey, let's go. Thank you guys for supporting the show. I will see you Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central to talk Cowboys playoff football. Let's go. Check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys articles and more Mavericks articles. Thank you, guys. See you Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. Let's go.